Hello Mzanzi, welcome to another episode of Farmer's Inside Track. My name is Duncan Wasua and I'm your host for this episode powered by Potatoes South Africa. Now in this episode we're joined by Potatoes SA and their transformation disc. Now they believe that real and meaningful transformation and empowerment are essential for the long-term sustainability and success of our beloved potato industry. During our conversation, we learn about the various aspects of transformation within the industry, particularly focusing on the efforts of Potatoes SA and the upcoming Transformation Symposium. Right, here to have this conversation with us, we're joined by Brian Makele, Transformation Specialist at Potato South Africa, as well as Rachichi Marukane, the National Transformation Coordinator. Gentlemen, welcome to Farmers Inside Track. It's definitely great and exciting to have you on our platform. Thanks, Duncan. Also delighted to be here. You know, transformation is quite an important conversation for us here at Food from Zanzi. I'm excited about looking at it from a potatoes industry's perspective. Right. You know, what is yes. transformation within the commodity industries and trusts? Uh, with regard to the transformation itself within the commodity industries and the trusts, it's usually aligned with what we call the Marketing of Agricultural Products Act. So basically, the Marketing of Agricultural Products Act is what established the National Agricultural Marketing Council, as we know it today. So according to the MAP Act, uh, it actually gives provision for the establishment of uh, statutory levies within this trust, within this commodity, within these commodity associations. So basically, what happens with the levies? Different commodity industries at the current point is like 22 and potatoes is just one of them. So what they usually do is that they apply for the levies to be used to cover certain functions of their respective industries, like the potato, for example. We will do applications through the NMC, which gets approved by the Minister of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development. According to the Minister, there are certain conditions that are established in order for this levy funds to be implemented accordingly. So now, when you look at those conditions, they say 10% should be used for administration, 30 or 35% will be used for research and development, and then there's one that says 20% should be used uh, for the implementation of transformation and ensuring that the previously disadvantaged people are leveled up on the playing field. Basically, on the industry side, informed transformation as we know it, today within the commodity associations. And also through the, the MAP Act also, back in the days before 96, there used to be what you call the control boards. This used to be the ones which control maybe or determine prices. As you may know that currently different prices for different commodities are determined by forces of demand and supply. So what happened to the control boards? When they were dismantled, their assets were established in what we call now the Agricultural Industry Trust of which Potato Industry Development Trust is one of those trusts. The same with the commodity industries. There's also the same, I would say, not necessarily conditions, but there's also the same guidelines which informs transformation within this commodity agricultural industries. So now what happens is that the NMC itself has established what you call the Transformation Review Committee and the Transformation Guidelines. So this is where we implement as Potato SA our transformation based on those guidelines provided to us by the National Agricultural Marketing Council. That definitely sounds interesting, you know, Brian. And of course, with that, there comes several programs that have been implemented. 
I went through the website, Potato South Africa website early on. It seems like there's different programs that have been put in place to support transformation within the sector. Tell us a bit about those programs and how do farmers access them? At the moment, as Potato say, we currently have four main programs, which are namely the Enterprise Development Program, the Small Grower Development Program, Training and Skills Development Pipeline. I will start with the farmers who are interested, mainly to provide support under the Enterprise Development Program, where we offer a subsidy in terms of seed and mentorship on a four-year program. So the application forms which are available with a list of all the required uh, documentation that forms a criteria, uh, which uh, farmers can be able to access on our website. They can also contact our office and they can fill them in and send them back to us. And of course, we have an approval process that includes a due diligence exercise, uh, a packaging of a bankable business plan, and approval by various committees that we have along with the Potato Industry Development Trust. So again, we also have a tertiary skills development pipeline, as I mentioned. Two of our quite number of bursaries, uh, both undergraduate and postgraduate. Uh, we also do offer internships for graduates who actually graduate in the field of agriculture. And we place them across the sector where we have role players or stakeholders which are involved in agriculture. You have your fresh produce markets, your seed producers and others. That's quite a range of programs that we currently have. They range from, you know, the farming up until to where we want to actually uplift the skills of individuals in agriculture. Brian, it's clear that transformation is important to potato South Africa. And I think it's probably one of the reasons why you have established what we call the Potato South Africa Transformation Symposium. Now, the seventh edition is coming up. Tell us a bit about that. Give us an overview of the symposium and its significance in the context of the potato industry and the sector as a whole. As Potato South Africa, we realize that it's important for us to recognize the farmers that we work with as they are putting a lot of work into ensuring that there's food in the country and also they're performing well in terms of when you look at that tonnage that they're receiving production-wise. It's very important that we give them a time to shine. Remember, they're always on the farms. They are never really on the spotlight. So I feel like with the Transformation Symposium, this will give them an opportunity to feel appreciated as farmers and they will continue putting on the work and becoming the farmers that they desire to be in the future or one day. So I think with regard to the Enterprise Development Program itself, this is one of our flagship program as it focuses more on the commercialization of the farmers into becoming a more sustainable and independent commercial farmer. So the criteria when we were looking at the Enterprise Development Farmer itself I think looking at the criteria, we were looking at stuff like how is the farmer's attitude towards reinvesting in the business? They only looking to be supported throughout or they also want to put in the work and reinvest in their businesses as well. There's a lot of uh, angles, I would say, that makes commercial farmer. So without really spilling the beans here, I would say we looked at a lot of different aspects to ensure that the farmer that will be awarded as the enterprise development farm of the is the one that we feel like they'll be commercial in a short space of time or in the coming future. So I think in a nutshell, this was just to really appreciate the hard work that our farmers put on the field. Of course, you know, with transformation, you know, you need a team in order to, you know, push for lack of a better word, transformation agenda. 
tell us a bit about the role and responsibilities of the Potatoes South Africa Transformation Team. How is it structured and what unique contributions does each member bring to the table, Rachichi? We have a team of six individuals within Potato South Africa. So maybe I think it will be important before we touch base on the transformation team itself, maybe to just explain to you in terms of how the industry or Potato South Africa is set up itself. So within Potato South Africa, we are part of the divisions that are operating within Potato South Africa. So there's a division which is responsible for information. There's one which is also responsible for marketing. And there's us whom we are responsible for transformation and research also. That's one of the biggest departments or divisions we have within Potato South Africa. Those are our four core businesses that we function based on. So now dumbing it down to the transformation team. So basically, as I indicated to you earlier, that 20% which was stipulated by the minister that it should be used for transformation, this is the 20% which funds all the functions of this transformation team, including the support to the farmers and all that. So in terms of the team itself, there's six individuals within the team. We have the transformation manager, which is Rendana Murovi, who is responsible for the management capacity of the team and also oversight that she offers in ensuring that the operations of the team run smoothly. And there's myself, Umam, and the transformation specialist. And then we have Mr. Rachichi Morakin Murakan, who's also our national transformation coordinator. And then we have Yuseto Mukwena, who's our project coordinator. And then lastly, uh, we have Ms. Odondoa, who is our transformation administrator. So she's basically responsible for all the administrations of the transformation team. Rajichi indicated that we have a, a skills development pipeline, tertiary skills development pipeline program. We also have internships that we conduct now and then. So we have two interns at the moment within our transformation team, which are ensuring that the work is very smooth and also implementations running well. Of course, you know, a Rajichi transformation can hardly happen without taking hands with other industry stakeholders and, and role players. How does the transformation team collaborate with various stakeholders, you know, both within and outside the industry to drive positive change and development? Well, given the capacity we have, we over time take efforts to approach various stakeholders to request external funding to add on top of what we offer to the farmers, which is a seat, as I mentioned previously. And over the years, we have approached various government departments, such as the Department of Agriculture and private entities, where we managed to put tools such as the status level agreements and MOUs to ensure that our farmers get the maximum support for them to become commercial. So there's quite a number of collaborations that we have secured in order to increase the level of support that we have to our farmers. Teacher indicated the important part about having collaborations is not necessarily to get more money. It's also to ensure that the impact that we create as Potato South Africa is more visible. Because remember, you also operate on a limited budget. So it's important that we bank from other stakeholders in ensuring that we can support farmers collaboratively. I would say some of the success stories that we've managed to experience as the industry includes also the commercialization of one of our farmers who is a black potato farmer within the Limpopo region. And I think also we've been successful in ensuring that we managed to 
get external funding in supporting our farmers as a strategic indicator, especially with government coming into the picture around programs such as Agribe Fund and LDS program, which ensures that different farmers in different commodities are fully supported, both financially and otherwise, to ensure that they're commercial farmers. And also, we run the imaging of the small program. So basically, the program focuses more on ensuring food security and also the transfer of technical skills and knowledge of planting potatoes. So I would say I think that's a big success on our books because now, over the years, we are managing to roll out the program in different provinces. And I think different provincial departments are receiving it with open arms as it talks to one of the development goals which eradicating poverty. So I think on that part, that's one of our biggest successes to date also. And then I think the last one that I need to mention without also leaving behind, I think then can you realize that the country right now is facing unemployment challenges, especially around the youths. So what we do is that after maybe ensuring that different students get into different universities, we make sure that we place them accordingly in our stakeholders' entities. And I'm proud to say that so far we've managed to place, I think, more than 20 students in different organizations. This includes both contract and one example that's also a good success story to also share now and then, the manager of also our division, which is the transformation. She's also a beneficiary of the potato industry buzzery. So which goes to show you the impact we have as now in 360. Of course, Wachichi, you know, with success stories come challenges as well. What challenges has the team encountered in implementing transformation initiatives? And maybe also touch on what innovative solutions have been devised to actually overcome these challenges. Obviously, the main challenge has been uh, limited funds as we mainly generate revenue from collection of levies. As I've mentioned previously, we managed to source external fundings to implement and expand most of our initiatives. And of course, to the farmers. So it's also a challenge to us because it's our farmers in the program and we are mainly concerned about the continuity. Uh, the issue of market has always been the main conversation, especially for the potato farmers. Most of the projects that we have, uh, they operate in a developing space. And most of them, they don't have the post-harvest infrastructure to harvest and wash and package their potatoes and obviously target the various markets. So at the end, they are forced to mainly focus on the unwashed market. They become highly concentrated. And that's where the selling price become an issue. But over time, we've taken initiatives, actually bring on board some of the processors and off-takers to come and see what our farmers are doing. I mean, the farmers who are on our program are doing and potentially offer them off-take agreements so that they can be able to have secured markets and, and obviously break-even on their operations. I think in addition to that, one of the things that we realized in terms of implementing these transformation initiatives is that, as Rajichi indicated, farmers are not fully equipped with all the resources that they need to be sustainable entities. As Potato SA, we're trying to position ourselves where we can be able to work with different commodity associations because they have the same mandate we have. Because we realize that when we get to a farmer, the farmer will be planting potatoes or producing potatoes, but they also have other enterprises or other commodities that they're busy with on their farms. So now we'll be trying to bring a lot of stakeholders to support that farming, make sure that they get all the necessary support that they need for all the commodities that they're producing. 
You know, Brian, you talked about some of the success stories, and I'm sure that, you know, all the backbreaking work that goes into transforming South Africa's potatoes industry is definitely producing results. Take us through that. How has the potato industry transformed over the years? And what positive impacts has the transformation team witnessed within the sector? Over the years, some of the positive transformation impacts we've realized. I think one which we need to applaud before we also take on the other ones is that over the years, the transformation division itself within Potato South Africa has increased in terms of number of individuals or personnel, which goes on to show you that also the services that are required by our farmers out there are also in demand. So that can just tell you that there's a positive impact that the potato industry or Potato South Africa has done over the years in ensuring that we can witness a transformation taking place in the industry. What's important also is that the number of farmers that we've been having on our programs, I think they've been increasing also over the years and also the land that the hectares that they're planting are increasing, if you check. We were also looking, I think Rachichi indicated that through one of our strategies of working with off-takers or processors, we've seen a lot of our black farmers now moving to informal markets and now starting to access your fresh produce markets and all the other formal markets that are available in the space, which is a very, very positive change we've managed to realize. Because we work with graduates, I think it's important that we keep talking about the graduates. I think we've seen the successful placement of students, graduates in the marketplace, and also within Potato South Africa itself, where over the years it has been offering a lot of internships to a lot of graduates across the industries. It's important that we do applaud Potato South Africa for some of the achievements that I've just highlighted. It's definitely inspiring to hear, Brian. I'll tell you that one of the things that I appreciate most about any development work or transformation work within any sector is the positive spin-off to the community, you know, apart from just the farmer. And Wachichi, maybe you can fill us in on this. How does the transformation team engage with local communities to ensure that the benefits of transformation actually extend beyond the individual farmer, but to the broader community? Well, as I've mentioned, we have four main programs, and one of the programs is the Small Grower Development Program that we currently run across the country. We mainly conduct planting demonstrations where we teach communities about the basics of potato production. Well, this involves testing different cultivars, the efficiency of specific fertilizers and pesticides, and as well as uh, different cultivation methods. At the moment, we are currently implementing over 40 projects whereby we are targeting rural areas. We do believe that there's potential in these communities because they have access to communal land. And one of the main requirements into our enterprise development program is that the farmer must be having adequate land. But over time, our committees have also considered, you know, unlocking the potential of communal land. How can we be able to have farmers who are not having the title deeds and any form of formal lease agreements? So we are actually trying to touch on that and uh, make sure that we look into these rural areas and see how we can achieve an inclusive, you know, agricultural economy that also target, you know, various regions ac across the country. Because what we noted over the years is that potato production is viable throughout the whole year. It's just that in specific, specific areas produced during specific times. We're currently trying to target as much as we can. Brian, are there any 
upcoming projects or initiatives that the transformation team is particularly excited about? You know, if I had to ask you, if you had to look into your crystal ball, how do you envision the future of transformation within the potato industry? Uh, one of the most important initiatives that as Potato SA will be looking forward to is the implementation of the agriculture agro-processing master plan. I think it has the biggest potential to impact our industry in a very much positive way. When you look around, especially within different provinces, there's not a lot of farmers that are producing potatoes. So we still need to stimulate this interest of growing potatoes. And I think the, the master plan itself talks to what we're trying to achieve talks to opening markets, talks to access of land, talks to financing of farmers, talks to ensuring that farmers have infrastructure, talks to policy ambiguities, resolving policy ambiguities. I think one of the most important changes that our industry would really uh, look forward to is to ensure that our farmers have a full support that will enable them to access many other opportunities besides the support that they're already receiving. So I think then can looking at the master plan, it talks to, to what we try to see within the sector itself in terms of transformation and inclusivity. I've definitely enjoyed, you know, hearing about the potatoes industry's uh, transformation initiatives, the collaboration that goes with that, and of course, the success stories. But to close off this podcast session, Ratichi, beyond your specific efforts, how do you see the broader potatoes industry actually embracing transformation? What role does your team at Potatoes SA play in influencing industry-wide change? And perhaps, Brian, this is also a question that you can add to. Well, we actually try to play a pivotal role in private-public partnerships, your triple P's, and in sectorial uh, collaboration committed to take an interdisciplinary approach into this, which I can say it involves getting various stakeholders from all angles, the government, commercial banks, and the developing farmers, and of course, the off-takers also. As Potato say, we want to see farmers becoming sustainable. We do provide a subsidy, and what we forgot to mention was that we put farmers on a four-year program, and the approach is that in the first year, we give the farmer 100% of the, of the subsidy. Come the second year, they must also contribute after four years, we want to see them being independent. That's the direction we are taking. Although we try to invite everyone to come and, and assist the farmers, we also want the farmers to be independent. That will also be rendering our, our support and being sustainable and efficient. Thanks, Rachich. Rachich has highlighted most of the things that I would like to share. But I think without overcrazing, in terms of our own efforts be beyond our specific ones, I think one of the most important targets that we're looking into is to ensure that as an industry, we, we have a voice which can influence decision-making within government itself to ensure that our farmers are supported in a way that we, we see fit, not necessarily per se see fit, but also in a way that we see that their needs needs to be addressed. In terms of ensuring that we will need to have a very strong voice as an industry and also as the transformation team of the potato industry. Also, I uh, looking at the other players uh, that are involved in the space. I think it's important to ensure that we don't necessarily work together on certain projects. We need to make sure that we have a long-standing relationships that will ensure that in future, even when we need certain 
stakeholders apart, it's easy to make sure that we pull them. We also encourage farmers to also play their part. It's important that we have the right jockeys and we cannot just as an industry continue supporting and investing and there's no return on investment. So for industry-wide change, it's important that we make sure we're on the same page with the farmers and then we bake in the right farmers or the right jockeys, as they would say. As transformation, I would say our transformation symposium, a spirit continue to move us. We would also like to ensure that from other commodity industries, they have the same spirit of seeing change within the sector. Thanks for joining us, Brian Makele, the Transformation Specialist at Potato South Africa, as well as Rachichi Marukane, National Transformation Coordinator at Potatoes South Africa. You can, of course, read more on this topic by visiting www.foodformzanzi.co.za. That's a wrap. Join me again next time and remember to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. From me, Duncan Masiwa, our technical producer, Megan Fandelfind, and the rest of Hashtag Team Food from Zanzi, thanks for listening. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans, though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food Form Zanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.